that for the Hiroverse. Yes, and for those of you who only listen to this and not the bearded opinion, one, what are you doing? Two, yes, we missed a month, life got in the way, shit happens, we're back, we'll keep plodding along and moving on and up. So what are we talking about this week? We're what? continuing with the MCU in timeline order. So MCU, Jesus. Uh, Dark World... Iron Man 3 and Captain America the Winter Soldier so we'll, we'll, we'll start with Thor Dark World the uh, lowest rated sorry the second lowest rated Thor movie now yes because of Love and Thunder Love and Thunder I but my favourite I loved the dark grittiness of it I it's a passable film for me right Um, I think don't know. I didn't like the pacing. You didn't like the pacing. I like the fact. I, I I prefer the original two to the later two, because I don't like the fact that they made him the comedic character. Yeah. That. But that's me. Some people like it. Some people don't. It's it's whatever. But that's me. Um, I can't really say much on Dark World because it's it's just. It's to me. It's like the. Um, it's like Ant-Man or Shang-Chi. It's just one of the films. Yeah. It's... I can't... It continues on the story, introduces the Aether. Yeah. Uh, brings... I think it, it helped um, establish the, uh, the three science characters as as more of them just... Hi, we were here, now we're not. Yeah. Um, it... Speaking of Lord and Thunder, it basically explains why Jane's cancer was yeah, so aggressive. Yeah, yeah. Because of the radiation from the ether. Yeah. Um, but other than that, for me, I mean, it, it, I wasn't it, a big fan of the Dark Elves. Not not in terms of who they are, but in terms of casting. Like, oh, right. Chris Eccleston, I don't think, was right for the part, personally. Okay. I think, I think for me, it is one of the weaker MCU films. It, it, uh, right, I will agree with you. It's one of the weaker MCU films, but I think it's one of the best. I think it's the best Thor because for me it's two, one, four, three, which I know is almost. You prefer Love and Thunder over Ragnarok. I do. Which I I'm Rag- aware for I, most people, it's Ragnarok, it's, Love and Thunder. I'm completely backwards. Well, I know that Ragnarok. Ragnarok is probably the general community's of the favourite of, the, of the fourth Thor, four Thor films. Try saying that when you're pissed. Um, I think I think the thing is with Ragnarok, the reason it was okay over the others was because it introduced that more comedy value to it mm-hmm. Love and Thunder went far too much into it right I think the first Thor film itself had quite a nice balance of comedy mm-hmm. and grittiness I mean look at the um, go on carry on I'm just look at the um, the first Thor you had the the scene in the cafe for instance where he's chucking down the coffee cups another yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. it added that sort of comedy element to it but it wasn't all comedy all the time yeah uh, Dark World I think you're right it did go into that more grittiness of it and I think it needed to 
but I still think that in terms of MCU films, it is probably one. I of agree. The I, I place it lower in in the whole of the MCU, but I place it higher in terms of Thor. Yeah, I'm aware. I'm not, but I'm not who they're trying to cater to with Thor. No, which is fine. I'm not going to like all of the films. No, I'm and other people are allowed different opinions, and that's. Well, that's that. Right. Next, what was the next? So uh, Iron Man Three. Iron Man Three. So Iron Man Three takes place relatively soon after Avengers Assemble. Yes. Um, obviously, we know Tony Stark at this point is suffering with PTSD from going through the wormhole and nearly dying. Yeah. Again, um, let's let's be fair. Iron Man has nearly died in every Iron Man film. Uh, yeah, he's come fucking close. Um, I quite liked Iron Man Three. I did not like. The Mandarin. Yeah, no, which was retconned, then not retconned, and fuck me, Marvel, what are yeah. you doing with the... Man- the I was going to say The Mandalorian, The then. whole fucking... What are they doing with The Mandalorian the in whole, the MCU? I mean, obviously, we know that the Ten Rings have been involved in terms of the terrorist group, the Ten Rings, not Shang-Chi's Ten Rings. No, yeah. they're the same Ten Rings. Yeah, they are, but they're not at the same time. Uh, yeah. I- um, Iron Man 3 was a good film. In terms of Iron Man films, it's not the best Iron Man film. The I think th- it's the one, three, two. Yes. Do you um, agree with that? Yes, because yeah. of the storytelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, two is definitely the weakest in terms of story, be- because it is. Yeah, it, it had that problem. Of, it, it's, it's a lot of trilogy film. It has that problem with being the middle child. Yes, um, but Iron Obviously. Man three, I did enjoy. Yeah, I, I like. It is one that I can go back and watch again. Yeah. I like the the end where it's like he he reset he gets the 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 reactor taken out and has the clip on one and yeah, yeah, I yeah. like that he got himself sorted. It was like yeah we've gotten rid of the we moved away from the womanizing alcoholic drug taking Tony Stark and now we've gone forward into more of an adult. Sort of Tony Stark. Got himself together. He'll run. Yeah. He'll help with the Avengers and all the rest of it. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm on board with that. I would definitely say that Iron Man three is a good film. Yeah, it is a stronger contender in terms of MCU films. Yeah, yeah, no, not I... the strongest, but a stronger contender, especially more than Dark World. Um, there are things that I didn't like about it. That they didn't explain how he was going to solve Pepper, because obviously yeah. we know that Pepper was given semi superpowers, and then he was going to fix her. But we never knew. Even now, we don't exactly no. know how he fixed Pepper. Um, I don't like. I, I definitely don't like the whole Trevor Slattery fucking man, Mandarin no yeah. thing. Yeah, and then then. Yeah, it's just it. It's all very bizarre. Yeah, um, parts of it. But I think overall, it's not a bad film. I think um, it's one that 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 sort of serves a purpose in terms of, like, saying aging up Tony's mentality. Yeah, he, he becomes an adult, not um, not a perpetual child. And it also introduces his PTSD. Um, and obviously, we know that most of the MCU happens because of Tony's uh, PTSD. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. You know? um, and I think that it's definitely needed in terms of that. But I think that adding the Ten Rings is supposed to be the actual 
antagonists of the film and then getting through to the point that it's not it's actually aim yeah and it's like well you didn't really do aim justice no in any way shape or aim form because aim are a huge player in marvel in, in comics i mean they really for me they screwed up aim yeah they gave more to hammer yeah than i mean what, what what i i yeah because that's the thing in in terms of of marvel in comics Effectively, it's AIM and um, Oscorp that are the two sort of bad conglomerates. Yeah. And Stark and Parker Enterprises that are the good big conglomerates. Yeah. And they're kind of... Fu- what I always love, though, is in the... I'm just going to quick tangent. When they go off and they, they say, like, oh, you've got the new iPhone. Yeah. It's like, in, in the comics when they do that, and I'm just there, like, Really, you, you you couldn't have had one of the other companies make it. Really, yeah. you, you've got enough of these fictional tech companies. What are you doing? Um, but back, to, back. But yeah, Iron Man three. It's definitely a stronger contender for the yeah. MCU, but it's not the best. Nah, I'm, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff. I mean, obviously they introduced Harley in Iron Man mm-hmm. three. Um, I don't think they did Harley enough justice. Yeah. Personally, I think they could have done a lot more with him there. Yeah. I like the idea that Tony became the mechanic. Yeah. Um, and it, like Harley, Harley didn't seem to recognize Tony Stark, which was a little bit weird yeah, for me. Yeah, like he's because, one of like, the most well known people on the planet. Well, let, let's, let's, for all sake and purposes, in the MCU, Tony Stark is the most famous person in the world. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And this kid doesn't know who he is by just sight considering the fact that I'm not that being funny if you saw Elon Musk walk past your ass now and you'd know who he was especially since only a couple of years prior Tony fucking announced himself as Iron Man yeah on international news yeah so how did this kid not know who he was yeah it, it, it was very strange but overall a good film yeah and then we move into Cap Winter Soldier which I think is possibly one of the strongest films in the MCU. I, I agree with that. I also think it's the best Cap film. And the reason I'm saying that, just hear me out, is I don't think Cap Civil War should have been a Cap film. No, it should have been an Avengers film. Should have been Avengers Civil War. Yeah, Avengers Civil War is what it was. But it basically it was, was that. It was Avengers Civil War. It's just that they, they basically... They wrote out Thor and Hulk. But even then, they did Civil War weird as well. Yeah, but we're not talking. But we're about not that. talking about that. But we'll, we'll get. I like the that. introduction of. I like the way that they introduced the Winter Soldier. I like yeah. the fact that they showed, even then, the semi-conflict of the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Especially when Cap was, you know, calling him Bucky and and stuff. I think they that was made really Hydra good. a bigger threat because, yeah, you know, if you didn't know Marvel, let's say you you only knew Marvel from these films. Yeah, as far as you're concerned, Hydra was destroyed in the first Cap film. Yeah. And then it brought it back. And yeah. it's like, way, hey, They also introduced, uh, what's his face in the computer? I can't think of what his name I is. I know you mean. Yeah, who, who got more in uh, other, in, um, yeah, he's been introduced. He was, uh, he was introduced in the first cap. Yeah. And then he disappeared. And he also did that big thing in the what if. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think overall the story of, I mean, it's weird because Captain America's films have always had better stories than the others. Yeah, I agree. Um, and yeah, I would say he's probably one of the lesser well-known. Yes. Um, Avengers. Um, 
I like the, like you say, the Hydra thing where basically we've all believed that S.H.I.E.L.D. were the good guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then all of a sudden it turns out that actually S.H.I.E.L.D. would be basically under Nick Fury's nose, which is always still going to be like, what? But under Nick Fury's yeah, nose. Yeah, because in some it's like he never knew that Hydra were infiltrating, but then when we get into um, in, uh, Civil War and Infinity War, it's like he did yeah and um, he's been like he's secretly been plotting the downfall for all this time and then when we get late obviously we've already covered captain marvel when we later find out that he's only like on earth part time and the other time he's one of the fucking scroll that throws a whole other fucking curveball into it of well which nick fury is which and when and you know uh, but no i i definitely like the story of winter soldier more i think that they did really well with yeah. the 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 Cap and Bucky relationship in that. The fact that, as far as that film is all about, the Winter Soldier is still the Winter Soldier. Yeah. He has little flashes maybe of Bucky, especially at the end when he saves Cap I, and I drags mean, Cap out I, of the water. I liked that scene where you could see where he was getting put back in the stasis, where you could go, no, that's Bucky, that's Bucky, that's Bucky. Oh, and he's gone. Yeah. And then they like re brainwash him in the thing and he's the drugs and bah. But no, I think this these three films in terms of timeline, um Winter Soldier is definitely the best out of those three. I also think that these three are the biggest time jumps we get. As in <clears throat> these three film whereas the the first phase that arguably happens very... I would say within a month. The entirety of Phase 1. Yeah. Whereas these three... I would almost argue these three on their own span probably a month. Because mm -hmm. we know by Age of Ultron... I want to say it's been nearly a year in their time since... Um, Assemble. Yes. <clears throat> so in these three, I think we get really big time spans... Because to me, it's like Dark World takes place <clears throat> in sort of like an, an autumn setting. Because when they're in London, it's it's rainier. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So it, uh, to me, that says... But then by Iron Man, it's very clearly winter. He mm -hmm. lands in snow. It's winter. <clears throat> and then by Cap, we almost... I, I want to say we're, we're maybe in spring. So we could be almost... Like these three could be big jump. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> But no, um, Winter Soldier is definitely the strongest out of those three in terms of yeah. timeline order. Um, I think it does more for the actual overall MCU than the, you know, the other two. Yeah, the other two do. I think the only one you could argue... I think after that, I've got to say it does more in Dark World. Because with Jane and um, going into Asgard and uh, this is the one where he loses his mum. Yes, yeah. Sure. So... We get that. We also get a bit more of Loki's... He, lo he loses Loki as well. Which time? <clears throat> yeah, but... I know what you... But he believes Loki to be dead. dead. and he's not, and he is, and then he isn't. It's like, yeah, and we we get a lot more of that. So I think those two do, do do more than Iron Man 3. They do more for the MCU than Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3 is what it says on the tin. It's, it's Iron, Iron Man story. Yeah, yeah, Um... Which is, in a way, I kind of like that. Because that's what, for me... 
I think I think the thing the problem is that those two films do a lot for the MCU as a whole. Very little for. I mean, or no, actually, I'll be on. That's unfair. So let me start that again. So, Thor: Dark World almost exclusively worries about the MCU. Yes. Iron Man three almost exclusively worries about Iron Man. Yeah. I think Winter Soldier is the best one because it goes. Here's a good chunk for the MCU. You get Bucky, you get Hydra, you get you get all. But also it goes, well, here's more about Cap. He thought he'd lost his best friend. Yeah. And he gets that. So that one does that nice balance of you get a bit of both. Yeah. And I don't think the other ones go one way or. Yeah. Yeah. Thor, you go too much MCU. Iron Man, you go too much Iron Man. So I think that's. Yeah, I think we can both. I think think in terms of action from the three films, Winter Soldier wins that again. Yeah, I think the fight scenes in Winter Soldier are oh, much better. I I just think that um, other than other than the it's Christmas scene from Iron Man, yeah, uh, yeah where yeah. all the suits come in, but that um, was all CG. Yeah, I know, but even so, most of the fucking MCU is all CG anyway. Yeah, but, but but that was the thing. That's <clears throat> I think that's why I really like the fight between uh, Cap and Bucky because you those two guys there. They were at peak physical fitness well, and yeah. fighting. Eh? And like, you could almost believe that the two actors were like, went onto that sound stage and went, let's fight. Like, yeah, yeah. actually. And we don't get that again until um, Civil War. No. But no, I think... <clears throat> I think Iron Man had enough action yeah. in it. You know the the plane scene yeah. where he's rescuing um, the presidents and whatnot, and then um, obviously the end scene with all the Iron Man suits. The one the they're one, very fan servicey bits. The one still. the one thing I never got about that is the suit in Iron Man Two. Which suit in Iron Man Two? The main suit. All oh, right, not the briefcase suit. The main no, suit. well, even that one to an extent. But they both so. Iron Man 1, both suits are relatively clunky. Yeah. Obviously, the original is very clunky. By the second one, still a bit clunky. Mark 2, which becomes the War Machine, clunkier. But then, so the, both the suits in Iron Man 2 were sleeker. Not as sleek as Infinity War and Endgame. Oh, no, no, no. They're not nanomachine suits. But, but sleeker. Yeah. But in 3, it almost goes backwards a little bit to where they're like... Not as clunky as the originals, but clunkier than the two. Well, I think... And the, I didn't like that. I think the thing is <clears> with the suits in Iron Man 3, um, that was... Tony couldn't sleep. So he was just making... He couldn't sleep. The PTSD was getting to him. Every time he shut his eyes, he was in the wormhole. And it was fucking him up. So he didn't sleep. So what he did instead is he created a suit for individual purpose. Which so, is why we've got the Hulk Buster in Infinity War. And yeah, so he creates suits for... He creates the stealth suit. He creates the underwater suit. And we see these... They don't, the space suit. They don't, they don't necessarily introduce them individually, but you see flashes of each suit. Yeah, camera pan drag. Yeah. Um, and it's showing that Tony is basically losing his mind in terms of building because he's just like, I need to prepare for every eventuality. Yeah. 
and more throughout is, it, is this where you look and he's got the uh, suit for if the world all becomes trees yeah and, and it's like yeah but but by the time we get to later on in the mcu tony's realized that he doesn't need a suit for every ind- individual purpose he just needs a suit a that suit does everything that does and everything he do- and with the, which we get you, with the nano machine suit and, and what i love is you do you get that the nano suit in infinity war really great suit can go into space could go under water could fucking dance and fucking play you but then the shield is made out of the nano things. But then Endgame is revamped the suit. He's got he's that gone Wakanda back to, yeah, energy he's gone shield. To Wakanda, yeah. And, and he's, he's got, got the, the energy shield, which then you're there going, yeah, and yeah, I know it's that classic meme. Tony Stark is always um, upgraded, learns from his mistakes. That's it. But it, it is true. But yeah, I don't like the clunkiness of the suit in three. No. Um, but obviously the suit in 3 was all about how he was trying to be able to make it so he could basically get his suit no matter where he was. Yeah. We saw that he was trying to do that with Iron Man 2 with the football and he opens the briefcase okay, and yeah. then he's you know suiting apart the briefcase. That suit, by the way, was possibly one of his least powered suits because of the, the small yeah, size but it of was, it. Yeah, it was designed that like he could, be drive, he could have Happy driving him down the road and he goes, shit, a car crash, jumps out... Yeah. Moves the cars apart, saves the people, and fucks off. And again. then obviously we get to um, Avengers, which is why the uh, whatever the villain's name was, I, I know who played him. Whiplash, Whiplash, thank you. Um, kicked his ass at the race because, because it was his not, weak. Yeah, it's not designed for that. It was designed but as we've a seen, quick get out of jail. We've free. seen throughout Iron Man the evolution of his suits. Now don't get me wrong, I think it's more powerful than the Mark Two, oh, the yeah. Mark One. Sorry. Yes, but. We've seen throughout throughout Tony's adventure that you know that he he basically wants to be able to carry a suit with him at all times, or at least have a suit that can get to him at all times. Yeah. We see that in Iron Man Two, he's got the briefcase suit. Then Iron Man, uh, then Avengers Assemble. Sorry, he's then um, he's got a suit that locks onto him the wrist, thing, the wrist yeah. thing, and then he goes one step further with Iron Man Three, where he basically injects fucking trackers all over yeah. his body to then be and able the to have a suit can fly across the world and latch onto him. In then, nanoseconds. In nanoseconds. And then we obviously get to a point all the way in Endgame, well, Infinity, Infinity War, War and Endgame, where he just taps, taps, his taps his chest and all of a sudden, even his sunglasses, which most people yeah. didn't realise, are also part of the suit because they yeah, just they... get chewed up by the nanomachines. See, I here's my thing on this. I don't think the sunglasses were part of the nanosuit. I think that the nanobots just removed them and then can reproduce them later. Right, okay. Like, effectively, they... You know, like, there's the that bacteria that they've got in the... In real life, in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, where they're getting the bacteria to eat the plastic. Mm. I think it's effectively that. They're eating the plastic, but then when he recalls them eventually, they'll rebuild yeah. out of the little bits of plastic. Because that's what they could do. It's nanotech. It's on a nano level. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. But, but but obviously we get to the point in Iron Man three where he's gone mad. Yeah. With PTSD, he's built a suit for every. And again, but that's I, why we get to the end of that film, and he basically goes, "Yeah, we need to clean slate. We I need didn't, to destroy yeah. everything." I didn't like. I think this had the the. I think Iron Man three had the issue of um, of Batman v Superman of uh, that they're made friends again by Martha. Um, he he's saved by a, a, a child. I, I it felt too Disney Christmas feel good. Miracle on Thirty Fourth yeah. Street, Home Alone. I don't get me wrong. I have no problem with him being pulled back to reality. It, I just didn't like that. 
this guy who's in his 50s doesn't want kids, doesn't have kids, no interest in children other than, oh, he's a child, I suppose I should save him. Get saved by a child. I yeah, didn't but I like think, that. I, think the, I didn't like it. No, but I think the whole point there was the fact that Tony Stark was basically a child. Mm-hmm. And he needed to see from a from a real child's perspective for him to go, actually, I need to grow the fuck up. Mm. And this was a... Ve- but that mature child... Like, he's, what, like, 12 in that fucking film? Yeah. And he's acting like he's fucking 30. It's like... Although, I will f- say, fair play, that's like a lot of fucking 12-year-olds. There are two types of 12-year-olds. Ones who make a mess on their mum's kitchen counter and ones who act like they're 30. Yeah. There is no other... We, we we were unfortunately the ones acting like we were 30. So. Now we're 30, we're acting like 12 year olds and we've got Star Wars and Disney collectibles all over the house. Um, but yeah, no, those three films I think were, were a necessity to but move the MCU forward. Generally the weaker but they are set. But the they are the weaker set. But I would say Cap would definitely be the stronger oh, yeah. one out oh, yeah. of those. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, but yeah. Right, so that's been uh, this one. And, and we'll uh, see you next week. See you next week. Bye bye. Bye.